Speaking of Dwayne Dunn, let's have a chat to Dwayne before the Edward Manifold. How are you, Dwayne? Yeah, good, thank you. I'm uh, one down. Dino, too strong. Never take on the, the wise and the wonderful tipsters. <laughs> well, uh, he did He did get on top of you, but it didn't get home in the end, Gunstock, so we can call it a hollow victory, <laughs> if you like. Hey, did you watch Coolangatta, though, that two-year-old? Yeah, it was very impressive, wasn't it? It sat wide and just blew them away. That was, um, yeah, really, really nice win. Looked very educated, and I uh, loved the way it savaged the line. Yeah, it's run some time as well. Uh, this Edward Manifold's an intriguing race because we don't have many horses that have shown, I mean, most of them are maidens, and this is a group too. Is there a horse here that you think's got a touch of promise that you'd like to be with? I don't mind stalking here. I think um can run well. The, the, the one that really interests me is the Clary Connors horse, uh, Bakula. I, I think this horse has got um, the class to be winning in Oaks. Um, just the barrier is very sticky for Brett here. Um, but I think it's one you can watch going forward if today's not the day. Just coming in out of that better Sydney form, isn't it, Dwayne? If people are thinking this is an average race and we're looking for a thread of a form line or, or something like that, then that might be the one, the Clary Connors visitor. Yeah, absolutely. And the, and the pedigree says it as well. So, um, yeah, obviously first time round Melbourne way, but gets it a lovely big roomy track. Uh, gee, if it had drawn down under barrier 10, um, I would have given it a huge chance. But I, I think it can run well. And as I said, if, it, if it's not today, look for it in the future because I think it's going to win a very nice race somewhere along the line. Dwayne, in the jockey's room, you know, tactically speaking, do you sort of sneakily try and sound out your rival jocks and see where they might be thinking or where they might be wondering they're going to go early in a race. You know, Brett Preble's caught out there in 15. Would he be trying to do a little bit of recce work just to see if he can maybe improve his tactics? Yeah, he would be. Um, this is uh, the time of year that uh, there's high stakes and you, you look for edges that you can find. And, yeah, it's, it's knowing what the boys are doing in there, who's tired, who's sick, and um, who's just off their game a bit. So, um you're not just walking around with your eyes closed in there. You want to really keep an eye on the opposition and see where someone's weakness is and really uh, hone in on that when you, if, if and when you can find it. Were there any jockeys that you rode against that stand out that used to try and psych out? Maybe some of the, the rivals get in your head a little bit? Ollie's a psycho-outer, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he, he gives away homing pigeons and, and boomerangs. <laughs> he doesn't give much away, but he... he <laughs> yeah, he is a bit like that. And then, you know, it gets quite edgy in there. I was I was only thinking about it this morning. Glenn Boss had a bit of a rumble with one of the New Zealand jockeys on the, uh, yeah, after one of the big races there, they took each other on. And, um, yeah, it, it can get a bit hot under the collar from time to time. You seem to run into the wrong person in the wrong race every race. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's a little bit goes on behind the scenes that not many people get to, uh, to witness. But uh, when you're in and amongst it, there is... There's always that one person, two people who who like to throw stones and uh, just get under people's guards. You know, there's there's ways I used to uh, say things or talk to people. You know how to put them off their game and um, know how to upset them. So you want to get everything on your side. You want them on the uh, back foot, ready for when you're ready to strike. Dwayne, just back to the babies, you know, because you are king of the kids and we had an erratic winner at Flemington hadn't seen the track before and then the, the two races we've seen in Sydney they're all over charging running off the track and all that sort of stuff when you're riding a two-year-old who you don't know like the back of your hand you, you sort of take a bit of a breath to yourself in the barriers to think well I've got to be extra cautious because I don't know if this thing's going to spring left or right yeah you've 
really got to be aware of it. But I, I always found I o- would always try and give my horses a got nice stretch to the barrier and open them up, open their wings, uh, their lungs up and uh, their windpipe, just get the, the oxygen pumping and they try and get their oil up in their engine and you get the opportunity then to see what attitude these horses have and how they're going to react in certain ways. And also you can put forward your confidence to the horse that you're putting him in the right direction and uh, to start working with you. So once you get that confidence, we've only got a limited amount of time to gel with these horses. Most of them, we've never seen them before and we'll probably never see them again. So it's the good jockeys who can adapt to them. As we've alluded to earlier, those two-year-old trainers just seem to step up year in, year out. But also, I think uh, the jockeys that gel with them also are there as well. And I think um, Jason Collett's ride was was magnificent. He was able to keep that horse nice and balanced and through the field where Regan Bayless, I think his biggest problem was and his downfall was the outside barrier. That horse obviously had trialled really well under no pressure in small fields. Came to the big dance, drawn the outside, got itself really worked up, and all it wanted to do was head to the outside fence and do everything wrong. So it, it'll uh, benefit from the outing, whether it needs to be gilded or not, to really get its mind focused. Um, but a huge advantage if they're educated properly. Um, old man Hawks would always say to me that the horse that can leave the machine the best and get to the running rail first is usually the winner in most two-year-old races, and that comes back to education, and, and that's a really big part of winning those races. Dwayne, you're not far away from the uh, Edward Manifold. Uh, can you see any of these fillies going on to back up in eight days, nine days' time and win a 1,000 guineas? Uh, I doubt it. I don't think so. Um, I, I think there's better better around. I'm not sure whether these horses can bounce off the back of this for a 1,000 guineas. All right, Dwayne, we'll have a chat after the race. Uh, Sharky, who are you with in the Edward Manifold?